Hello and welcome to the Love Stella podcast. This is truly a labor of love and I'm delighted to host this podcast that will stimulate your mind and feed your soul. I would like to start off with a brief introduction. Who is Stella? I am a wife, a mother, an author, a creator, a sister, and a friend. I attended Xavier University of Louisiana and have a bachelor's in chemistry and also have a master's in public health from Georgia State University. All of my educational background is in the hard sciences. I also have skills on the soft side. I am an etiquette coach. I'm a women's empowerment coach, and I'm currently in the process of launching a subscription box service for women. So that's all a mouthful. It's a lot, trust me, on a day-to-day basis. But I am happy to have a circle of love, a circle of supporters who I lean on to help me quite a bit. So this is whether that support is the word of encouragement, help with the decision on which logo to choose, or just having someone to vent to. It just, it really means a lot to me and I cannot thank them enough. The likelihood that you all will meet some of these people in my circle of love is very high. And I cannot wait for the opportunity to invite them on this podcast so that they can share their stories with you themselves. So although it seems I have it quote unquote all together now, this has not always been the case. I am currently in my late thirties. I had children a little bit later in life and 2020 was the year from hell for me, just like most people, right? The pandemic hits and hit very, very hard. Um, and the Stella of today is a Stella who is grateful for her trials, uh, much smarter because of them, much stronger because of them. And I understand that lessons are the building blocks of success. In that regard, last week I was watching an interview of Kirk Franklin. Um, this was on a podcast that I watch pretty regularly. Um, Kirk Franklin was asked by his pastor who a famous singer was. I forget the name of the singer. Kirk answered, oh, that person is a singer. And the pastor was like, uh, no, singing is what that person does. It's not who they are. So ding, 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 questions on identity kind of popped in my head after watching that. And one can go on, one can go down a whole rabbit hole on identity, right? Um, hopefully I'll be able to bring someone on the podcast who can shed a little bit more light on that professionally for us. But, uh, starting with me, I was born in the early eighties, finished college in 2006. I've worked professionally since 2010, got married and became a mother in 2018. Um, I resigned from a job where I had worked for years in 2018 as well. And while sitting home, nursing my baby, watching Real Housewives on Hulu, I felt the weight of my decision daily. And this is not just a decision to resign. This was also in all of my decisions cumulatively up until that point in my life. Um, So the struggle with identity was very, 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 very real for me. I did not love myself very much and it showed. I was often very sullen, sad, not pulled together aesthetically. I I was not as fly as I normally am. And I just did not feel like my best self at all. My therapist at the time helped me to put things into perspective, but ultimately I had to be the one to make the promise to myself to come back to myself from a place of love. And all of that was in 2018. It's currently 2020, 
too, and I'm still on this self-love journey. And this podcast is more or less one of the many manifestations in that process. I'm currently reading Radical Self-Love by Gala Darling. I was recently, at the beginning of 2022, at a spiritual retreat, and I overheard people discussing the concept of radical self-love. I had never heard that term before. Of course, I knew what radical was, and I knew what self-love was. But to put those two things together was like, okay, yeah, this is something new. Blown away at the concept, and I ordered the book to be delivered to my house. Um, before I was even home. Yes. And this book, as I've been reading it, um, is just what the doctor ordered for me. It is a guide to loving yourself and living your dreams. Um, And in regard to what is relevant for our discussion right now, let me read you all a very quick excerpt. Radical self-love is treating yourself the way you would treat your very best, most treasured friend. Our friends aren't perfect and we know it, but we love them anyway. Your best, your best friend might get into a ridiculous flap over some boy who you think is nowhere near good enough for her or talk about wanting to go to Paris but never save any money and you still love her. You think she's a cosmic gift, a shooting star in the shape of a girl. This is how we should choose to view ourselves as well. In metaphysics, we learn that like attracts like which means that your life will be filled with the things that you believe you deserve. Think about your friends, for example. What do their lives look like? Are they happy, fulfilled, successful? If they're not, you probably aren't either. We are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Radical self-love, or the lack of it, works in a loop. If you don't think much of yourself, it emanates from you in waves. The stench of self-loathing is all over you. And you'll find yourself unconsciously attracting people into your life who are unhappy, self-sabotaging, or manipulative. Sometimes those people can sniff it out, knowing subconsciously that they can treat you badly and you'll come back for more. This gives you only more fodder for personal disapproval, negative self-talk, and unhappiness. On the flip side, people who embrace radical self-love set goals and go for them. They attract people into their lives who are intelligent, fun, inspiring, and positive. Their lives are fulfilling and they're able to enjoy themselves anywhere. They don't judge other people for the personal choices they've made, instead accepting and embracing the fact that everyone is different. They make decisions on their own terms and they don't allow family, friends, society, or well-meaning strangers to dictate how they should live. Doesn't all that sound so amazing? This is exactly the direction that I'm going in, radical self-love, good vibrations. And just like Issa Rae said, it's feeling like me season. I feel so bad for anyone who doesn't F with me. And it's your season as well. Let's go. Let's do this together. One of the best things about the radical self-love book is that the fact that it's actually interactive. We're given homework and the first homework assignment is to take yourself on a self-love date. I am someone who loves taking myself out. And as soon as I read, and as soon as I read this, I was like, listen, say less, let's go. <laughs> the purpose of this self-love date is to be more comfortable spending time alone, to help you get back to yourself, and to assist you in rediscovering who you really are. I will do just that and report back to the class next week with a new episode. Thank you all for joining me on this journey. And so then I wish you all love, lights, and blessings to infinity.
love, Stella.